0: Talk Radio.
1: Talk
0: to the
2: Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com starring world-renowned pet psychic Laura Stinchfield.
3: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can talk to animals who are who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate my life to teaching humans and animals to understand each other better, and that's the reason for this show.
2: So log on to thepetpsychic.com for more about Laura the Pet Psychic, tips on animal communication and animal behavior. Uh, You're listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. I have the chat room open, so you can come in there and talk to other listeners and communicate with us. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. We have Kendra and Christina on the phone lines today. Uh, We've been getting a lot of... uh, Emails and our audience and callers have grown a lot in the last year. And I just wanted to say thank you so much to all of our listeners who participate on the show. It's so awesome to hear from you. We love uh, how you share all your personal stories uh, with us and the world. So um, for those of you who haven't been able to reach us, keep trying. We do our best to take as many calls as we can each show. We have such a you know limited time with the hours, so we do do our best. So please, please, please be patient with us. And, you know, we're a radio show, and sometimes certain types of calls we're not able to do in a short amount of time. So with those calls, if you want, you can um, email us your questions, and we can try and talk about it on the air, or you can go in the chat room, and we do our best to take a couple of those each show. So you can email us at petpsychicradio at com. And if you still need to speak with Laura, you can always contact her at thepetpsychic.com to schedule a private consultation.
3: Okay, let's see how many calls we can get through today. Um, Okay. So for our callers, um, please try to get straight to the question so we can talk to your animals faster. So really think about what you want to ask your animals so um, we can get right into it. All right.
2: I'm ready. Are you ready?
3: I'm ready. <laughs> All right.
2: So our first caller we have here. Let's see. We have a male, uh, dog. I think. I think his name is Dotson. Uh, chocolate and tan, bald spot on the butt, itchy skin condition. What is he reacting to? Let's find out from Krista. Krista, tell us uh, what is your. Is it a dog?
0: Um. Yeah.
2: Yeah, his okay. name is Zeke, and he's a Oh, dachshund. Zeke. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. I, I got it here. Sorry. My, I had a typo no here. Yeah. Okay, so he's a dachshund and chocolate and tan.
0: Yeah. He's a really, really cute dog. He's just always, since he was a very young puppy, he's had a really itchy skin condition. And we've tried everything. We've tried taking him to doctors. We've ripped up our carpet. We've, you know, given him special shampoos, special foods. Um, all sorts of things, and we've just never been able to really pinpoint it, and I feel like it's really affected his quality of life. So I'd like to know kind of like what he's feeling and if there's anything specifically that we're missing. Sure.
3: Okay, let's get him. Yeah. Uh, He says he feels a burny, itchy skin. It's a hot, itchy skin. Mm. And sometimes it's under my armpits, too. Yeah. And and I don't like that feeling. It's worse when I eat. Mm. After I eat, I feel really itchy. That can be tricky sometimes because sometimes it's just like the the digestion process that can stimulate the itchiness. It's not necessarily the food.
4: Mm-hmm. So
0: okay. have
3: you put them on a raw food diet? Have you tried that?
0: On what kind of diet?
3: On a raw food diet?
0: I think that was one of the things I tried a long time ago, but I, I'm I, not recently. I don't know.
3: I would try that. There's that, you know, I don't know if you've listened to the show before and heard us talk about Stella and Chewy's. They started their um, company because their animals have itchy skin.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, and oh.
3: the Stella and Chewy's raw food diet, it's like pretty amazing. Um, how it helps. But you have to keep them on it for a while to make sure,
0: you know, like six weeks or something till till you see a difference. Yeah. Well, uh, I would let's... do anything at this point. I would want to, I just want to make him happy. He just seems so unhappy. His whole life has been like this.
3: He says, so. yeah, anything that touches me, it bothers
0: me. Mm.
3: And I don't like that feeling. And sometimes I feel like I have a hot head. So he almost has like that allergy feeling too.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I feel ha- little... Is he happy
3: ever? I love my people.
0: Mm,
3: he does. And I like the play game, Come and Get You. Do you know what that
0: is? Come and Get You.
3: Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's like you're going to come and get him or like you're going
0: <laughs> to... Yeah, because he doesn't really like with a ball necessarily. Or he does but we say, Go get it and then he'll run and get it and then bring it back and um but he doesn't he doesn't play like fetch really. But it's kinda like we chase him.
3: Yeah, that's chase, what he likes you yeah. you chasing him.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm but I'm happy. I really love my life. You know what we can ask him to is I think that's so important when we have animals that have like some type of issue, whether it's, like, a medical issue or an emotional issue, that, um, we, that they, we say, like, an affirmation for them or, like, a positive statement for them. Because so often we can get stuck into this, like, oh, poor baby's got skin problems. And we can get so stuck in the negativeness about it um, yeah. that if he has, like, an affirmation he can say to himself and that you can have an affirmation that you can say, that can help create health for him. It can help bring in, like, what will help him in order for him to get better. It will help attract that. Um, so let's ask him what he wants his affirmation to be or his uh, his positive statement. I want to say my body feels cool. Okay. And I eat with awareness. I don't know what that means. Why do you want to say you eat
0: with awareness? <laughs> Because he he is such a ravenous dog that like inhales his food. Oh, never enough for him. It's never enough for him.
3: I'll bet you anything he's got a a food allergy. Yeah. Because like you know like for me I'm like allergic to like like gluten, and like Mm -hmm. if I eat a bagel or like pasta or something, that's how I feel. I feel like ravenous for like another bagel. Right. Um. He's
0: off grain, though, right?
3: Is he on grain?
0: He's on grain, but we've got we've had him off grain at different times. No, you need to take him off
3: grain, corn, okay. and put him on a raw food diet, and keep him on there for six six weeks to uh, to two months, and don't change. Okay.
0: okay. He
3: needs to stay consistent in something because what's going to happen is you're going to take him off of something that he's allergic to, and maybe he'll go through a detox, and maybe he'll start, like, breaking out or something. We don't know. And then once he goes through that, it might get worse before it gets better, but definitely have him off grain. That's, like, the number one uh, skin allergy is grain, corn,
0: and chicken. Oh, you want to make sure he's off all of those. Um one thing I, when I did put him you know the no grains before like I, he was just so like hungry he used to go into the one time he ate an entire diaper my daughter's diaper like he he is well, it, just insane it probably,
3: for, it probably depends on what food you were giving him if you were giving him i mean like some food might make him um i I would like give him more vegetables and give him like canned okay. pumpkin and yams and you know, make okay. sure that he can't be hungry, even if you grind them up and mix, like, canned pumpkin in with the vegetables. But if you're feeding him a complete diet, he shouldn't be like that, being off grains.
0: Okay, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, try it. <laughs> and give us a call back, and we'll ask him again how he's doing.
0: Okay. I just want to ask one more question. Is he psychologically, like, is he addicted to to food, or do you think he's just, uh, that's the allergy? No, I think
3: he has a food allergy.
0: Food allergy. Okay. Okay. He says, I'm
3: not addicted to food.
0: Okay. Oh. I'm
3: addicted to my body feeling good. That's interesting because he said that he he wants to eat with awareness, but it gets worse after he eats, so then why is he getting ravenous? Hmm. I don't
0: know. Mm. Because
3: when I eat, my mind goes alert at first. It's almost like it's like a high. Yeah. I would try and find a holistic veterinarian. Okay. Because his body feels like it's totally out of balance. Right.
4: Okay. Um.
3: But, and then say, what? what is, I want to say my body is healthy. I want to okay. say my body is cool. Okay. And I want to say I eat with awareness. There you go, you can say things too like "My food nourishes me," you know, and then say the affirmations and when you say affirmations to them, say it in the first person so that um so that they say they repeat it to themselves, like "My food nourishes me, my body feels cool." We make uh-huh. a little song about it at our house. we have like all these affirmations we say to each other
2: that's awesome. Crystal, yeah, let us I'm know. Call that. us back yeah. and let us know. Okay. I will. Thank you so okay, much. Laura. Thank you. Take care.
3: Sweet little bug.
2: What are? How I want to hear the song. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. was, I'm so embarrassed. I can't sing in front of people. I was like, even as a child, I was like the one that lip sang. <laughs>
2: I'm totally. I want to hear the song someday. Who wants to hear the song?
3: <laughs> maybe, maybe one day you'll catch me. <laughs> um,
2: also, I wanted to mention in the chat room. Uh, Boo Boo is asking for some healing thoughts and prayers to Gigi, a tuxedo female cat. Um, who uh, got hit by a car, and uh, she's at the clinic right now and suffered a pelvic fracture and lost a lot of blood. So we could all send her some uh, positive energy and healing thoughts and prayers.
3: Yeah, she'll go fast.
2: Yeah. That's for um, Gigi. And uh, let's get to our special, very special guest today. Uh, We have Pause for Troops. And if you are near your computer, which I think you are because you're listening to Blog Talk Radio, uh, go to pausefortroops.com so you can check out the website as we talk to Dee. Hi, Dee. Welcome to our show. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being here with us today. Uh, Pause for Troops. Uh, you guys are special, our res- special rescue guests, um, and you bring military veterans and homeless animals together where they help each other heal from trauma. Can
5: you tell us how your organization works? Well, the mission is to, um, there's a lot of groups out there that are actually helping veterans adopt, but there's also a group of veterans who need the assistance of animals who are not able to adopt yet. So our goal is to get them to be able to work with animals, you know, in a healing environment without having to uh, adopt yet. So what we do is work with a a variety of shelters and rescues, and um, we're starting to marry them. In other words, getting the veterans there as a volunteer, letting them be kitty cuddlers, dog walkers, that type of thing, so it's a safe environment um and if they just want to sit and snuggle you know for an hour they got that opportunity too
2: amazing um, and yeah. so th- so this is beneficial to both the veterans and and the animals
5: right cuz animals that are in shelters and rescues have a tendency to be in shock mm-hmm. and so veterans bring to them a calm assurance even even when they're not in, you know, at the in their you know they're in PTSD or whatever. They still have a. They, it was ingrained in them to be calm, so when they're with the animals, they they have a tendency to help calm that animal, and it's the unspoken communication. It's like it's going to be. I'm going to be okay if you're going to be okay. Are you going to be okay if I'm okay? <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. So wow, still
5: in the and infancy stages, but it's it's starting to it's starting to come together.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, where where are you located or where are some of the um shelters that you Well, right you work now
5: with? it's we're just we're just working out of LA like the valley okay. i'm in uh i'm in Sherman Oaks and we've had uh i've had some uh personal issues that have had me had to put it on hold a little bit but now we're back on track and uh potentially we're going to start working with a one of the shelter one of the uh, missions around here with veterans that come in and then also there's another facility that um we're in the we're going to start talking to about working with their veterans so that we can hopefully impact as many as possible you know and and just there's uh there's a lot of veterans coming back from from the conflicts and the war that um don't know what to do and um you and I or we all know that you know, even thirty minutes with a dog sitting on your lap, the world looks better, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and if we can get them to a point where they can adopt um oftentimes dogs they're finding that dogs will wake up these veterans from their nightmares, stopping it before it gets too started. They create space with with training, they can create space between the veteran and someone else, because um getting too close to someone with p t s d is can be very traumatic. Um, so there's emotional support, there's service animals, there's a lot of things that can happen out of this.
2: That is so amazing.
5: Yeah, we're just trying to get them so that they can get well enough to get to the next stage.
2: That's exciting, and today we're going to be talking to Lola, the terrier mix?
5: Yes. um, And tell us about her issues. She's with Star Paws, which is um, one of the uh, rescues that we are going to be working with, and my goal to take the calling and I apologize is to take the veterans to their um adoption day and basically you can bring um you know the more people you have the more animals you can bring to the adoption and it just allows them to sit with the animals while people come by they don't even have to interact so Star paws is um they're amazing they were contacted about Lola um this little This little girl was found in the backyard, uh, unfixed. She was with a pit bull. The housekeeper called and said, I think we got a problem. Victoria got over there. By that time they found out she was pregnant um, with pit bull puppies. She was not big enough to hold it, and she aborted the puppies, or started to. And then they did a cesarean, emergency cesarean, to save her life and the puppies. But unfortunately, none of the babies made it. It was just, it was not, I know, it's a really sad story in that respect, but Lola is doing great, and um, they're looking for a home for her. She's just a little sweetheart, Um, but she's got a couple of, go ahead. Can you tell our
3: listeners what she looks like?
5: She, I think the pictures are up, but she's a little caramel and, and, uh, like caramel and vanilla wire hair, um, terrier mix. Um, not really smooth coat, not really wire hair. It's um, kind of a, I guess that would be called a rough coat. Um, sweet little face. She's probably about 12 pounds, I would say. shes um, She looks like she's got a little bit of Maltese in her.
0: Oh, she does. You're right, she does.
5: Yeah, especially oh. when you see her laying down, she's got that little Maltese face. And um, so what do you
3: want to or tell her What do you want to know Well
5: what we want to do Is we kind of want to know What happened to her um, be- What You know what happened to her Where she was living before And mostly if she'd had any other litters before
3: Okay Okay let me get her I just want to say I'm happier now Than where I was Where I was was hard on me It was outside and cold, and I didn't feel loved. I felt like people watched me and fed me and cared about me, but they didn't love me. I had one litter before. But those puppies were really nice. Aww. I enjoyed licking them, like grooming them. They were mostly black. I don't feel scared anymore. And did I get an operation where I can't have babies? Yes. Yeah. I'm kind of glad. You know that I am scared of some people, but I'm learning not to. Good. And she says she's learning to wait, so she's meaning like she's learning not to flee so much. Yeah. Is that true? Do you see that with her?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then she's got a fear of brooms and doesn't like young men or kids. Anything there? Oh, let me ask her. Um, the thing
3: with the animals that you may already know already is that when they grow, when everything that happens to them before they're a year old is imprinted. So, okay. if somebody chased her with a broom when she was six months old or something and scared her, she may always have mm-hmm. like a ooh, like a shy away from a broom. It doesn't mean that she's always going to be scared of a broom, but she might always like flinch. And that's yeah. why in the wild, they they have that to keep them safe, you know. It's like an imprint to keep them safe. So um, we have to teach her that, and she says, like, because she's learning how to wait, but to, um, to lick and yawn and blink her eyes and use what we call calming signals, which is body language that they use to calm themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like us taking a deep breath. And so if we teach her to do those around those scary things, like the young men or the kids, kids are really common for dogs to be scared of for for animals to have stress because they're unpredictable. They're like puppies. Their hands are all Mm -hmm. over the place. Their voices are all over the place. And they just haven't learned how to read them yet. But let's let's ask um, if she's had any experience with them. The broom I've been swatted at with before. Not where I had a headache, but where I was, like, pushed away. I tried to bite it once, but it didn't work. So now I sort of just run away from it. And so what's a good thing, too, to do, like, when you notice that they're scared of something, you can explain to them what it is. So you can say this move the dirt, you know, to one place. Like, do you notice how I'm moving all the dirt to one place so that the floor is clean? Okay. Yeah, but it's also a swatter of bad dogs. Looks like maybe she saw a dog fight before, too, and it was broken up with the broom. Oh,
5: well, yeah, if she was on the streets, there's no doubt that that probably happened at least once or twice.
3: I see her on the streets. I see her in a backyard.
5: She w- that was where where Victoria found her. Um, but before that, we're not sure what happened.
3: So, did she just wander into that yard where Victoria found her? Is that what you?
5: I think so. Yeah. That's
3: oh. it's
5: um it's a well it was a housekeeper called Victoria and said we you know this this dog needs help so. Sometimes that's about all the more information you get. Yeah, um, right.
3: I didn't move a lot, she said. I lived in like two places, mostly outside. Okay. With a blanket. I like blankets.
5: <laughs> well, is there anybody in particular that she, is there something, some, Like this, where she'd like to be adopted at. Is there um, anything specific? What what
3: kind of home would she like?
5: Yeah, exactly.
3: I definitely like young girls. I like them when they're like, oh, she's so cute. I love girls that want to pet me soft. Aww. Some men I like, to, mostly if they're sitting down. Kids, no thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> they kind of touch you funny. And then there's too many hands on you. It looks like she's been held when kids have pet her. And she's like, ah, nothing. <laughs> mm,
5: right, right, right. Right. <laughs>
3: But I like young women, and I like the idea of going places, and I realize I'm new. I'm going to ask her, what does that mean? It means this is a new life. I'm new to this life, so I can learn it. Oh, my God, she's so cute.
5: She's adorable.
3: Yeah. So she... Which is interesting, because I always tell, like, the ones who have been so, you know, have had, like, such a hard time in life, that um, that most amazing thing is that their future is going to be something they never even thought was possible, and that they have to open up their heart and open up their mind to create this life, and she knows already that there is a life that's really wonderful for her out there, like, somebody's been telling her that, and it's so hard in rescue organizations because sometimes people in rescue organizations, I'm generalizing here and I apologize, but but they'll get so attached to the saving rescue story that that's all the animals here, and Mm -hmm. they're just, like, constantly bombarded with, like, terrible story after terrible story, but somebody's been saying to her, you know, you're going to have the great life. This is about the future. This is about, like, what the next chapter of your life is going to be like, which is the best thing a rescue can do for them, because then it helps them all sort of open up their heart.
5: Right, right. Yeah, so I have a feeling her foster mom has been telling her that, and possibly oh, Victoria, too. So.
3: That's so neat. That's so neat.
5: So she looks. So we need to find her a home with a young woman who likes to travel with her dog. Yes, yes. Wouldn't that to be fun? Yeah, that should yeah. be too
3: hard.
2: Dee, tell us uh, how we can help out with uh, Lola.
5: Oh, thank you for asking that. Um, there was a tremendous amount of money that had to, um, with Victoria, that they she put up personally. I think it was like $1,100 for the emergency C-section. So there is a um, chip-in and i think i put the link to donate on there uh mm-hmm. on the information i sent to you to yeah. lola babies chip in okay. if you look at it um so even just you know even just a few dollars if someone could help with that mostly the reason why i like working with star paws and victoria burrows is that um almost everything she does she puts up herself i mean you know she asks for help when she absolutely has to but She's really just gone out and gone out of her way. And last year, um, at this time, I contacted her with a, a young puppy that was at Baldwin Park that needed out, and she said, no problem. And I ended up fostering her for six weeks, um, and Victoria footed the whole bill, and, um, yeah. including going to an amazing holistic vet, Dr. Richard Palmquist um, in, on Sepulveda, it was, uh, you know, she just, it was, there was everything she, we needed to get Molly better, she did. So, it, you know, she's really, really, really amazing and does, you know, so if anybody could help, it really goes to a good pot, good cause. Yeah,
2: we will. And you know what? We're going to be posting that link right in our chat room and also on our uh, webpage. So we will go right. ahead and do that. Thank you so much for being on our show and everything My pleasure. that you do. And, My uh, and if do... anyone
5: wants to, to adopt Lola, have them tell you and then contact you know, just send me a note and I'll I'll hook 'em up.
2: Okay, great. Yeah.
5: Victoria. So All right. our
2: listeners, please give us a, uh, an email at petpsychicradio uh, at gmail dot com. That's petpsychicradio at gmail dot com if you're interested in Lola. And thank you so much, Dee, and we will talk to you soon.
5: Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Keep up the good work.
2: Thank you. And I'm going to go ahead and post that, uh, the link, about Lola's um, bills and stuff like that. If anyone can help out, any any amount will help. So please do that. Uh, and I'm
3: going to post Lola's uh, adorable picture on uh, Pet Psychic Radio's page.
2: Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So our next caller um, we have is Bentley, who is an English setter white and orange uh ears with freckles and looks like he's gone into anaphylactic shock.
3: Marsha? Yes. Oh. Uh, yes. hi Marsha.
6: Hi, how are you, Laura?
3: I'm doing good. So what what happened with Bentley?
6: He Sunday night like 7:30 at night, he turned out to be in an anaphylactic shock and luckily I knew enough veterinary medicine, but I caught him in the latter stages when his gums were going pale.
0: What does 40 that mean minute, exactly?
6: um, um, It means that their blood pressure, it's like a, a body reaction and you're, they can die. He was actually on his way to dying just out of the blue on a Sunday night. And it's a 40-minute drive to the emergency vet, and we did make it in time. Um, but we still have no idea what caused it. Oh, my God,
3: So um, what, what What normally caused something like
6: that? What's most likely, well, they can be allergies, you know, but we're vegan, so it eliminated a lot of those. But um, most likely he was stung, but this is 730 at night. That seems really weird. Um, or that he ate something, and, like, a tree nuts are in that, you know, Brazil nuts, almonds, that sort of stuff. And I did give him Brazil nuts, but he's had them before, and I just – can you ask him? I mean, we couldn't find a bite site. So, you know, we're, I'm still pretty terrified. I've gotten ordered like the Epi, the epinephrine sticks yeah, that you can right. get for him. But <laughs> like I so said, this was this incredibly healthy dog. And all of a sudden I was like, he started to not feel well. He's sitting in my lap and I noticed he moved for a second and I'm really sensitive to him. So I watched him move again and all of a sudden he went under a table and I'm like, what's wrong with him? And I mean, I had him in the car within 10 minutes, so.
3: Oh.
1: But, yeah, it's okay. terrifying.
6: Let's so,
3: let see what happened to little Bentley.
6: Yeah. My attention was drawn to his stomach. I think he ingested something, so. But.
3: He's up, he got sick, but it was over a long time.
6: Oh, okay.
3: I wasn't feeling well even the day before.
6: Huh. I was starting to
3: get dizzy when I would run. Okay. And I was like, "What's happening to me?" He said, "Is it from the water that is outside by the? I think it's by the hose or the bucket."
6: No, there's no water outside. Unless he got something on a walk, you know, like a puddle. But I don't, I don't remember no, him drinking it out of it looks like
3: it's near a spigot. Yeah. Hmm.
6: Yeah, there's nothing out of there, but I'll double-check it. Okay.
3: He says there is this water that I drank hmm. that's outside by the thicket. I think I see,
6: like, a hose
3: or maybe, but maybe that, I mean, that could have just been, like, rainwater or something, but that could have not been what it was, you know? You could just be mm-hmm. thinking.
6: Right. Do, yeah, I'm not he, even sure that he knows what it was, but.
3: Yeah, do you think, Bentley, that it was, like, the nuts that you ate?
6: we're just we're just mystified. Yeah, I'm just going through everything that we could possibly
3: no, I like those nuts.
6: Yeah, no, I've had them before. Um the cardboard tubes, you know, we're thinking was there something with the latex, you know, was there glue in there? Cuz latex is something that they can be that can cause an anaphylactic shock.
3: Oh, it's the odd thing about it is that it wasn't like it came on really fast. It was like something that he started to feel gradually.
6: It did Wait, at the end. You know, the like, anaphylactic shock is very fast. Like the body, like goes down. All the blood vessels basically open, and then you get this sharp drop yeah, in blood pressure. Yeah, yeah, but he's
3: saying that, like, you know, the feeling of like feeling like you're gonna get sick, where hmm. you're like you're like doing okay, and then you're like I just feel it like, a little bit off. Yeah, you
6: know, or, and like, I thought he wasn't he wasn't eating quite as well as normal the couple of days before. Yeah. Huh. He says maybe the treats
3: in like the orange bag. Do you know hmm. what those are? No.
6: The crinkly orange bag? No, I don't know what that is. What we'll to check about that? Hmm. So he does think it was something ate because that's what I pretty much came down to. That had to be something that he ingested. Know, to be honest
3: so. with you, he's guessing.
6: Yeah, he's guessing too, but he didn't get stung because when he's gotten he's gotten stung by bees and he comes to mommy immediately or no, Michael. No, he so.
3: didn't get stung. Let me ask him if he feels like he got bit by. But, no, I didn't get bit by anything.
6: Yeah, that's what I thought too. Okay. But I have
3: to tell you something that uh-huh. I keep seeing every time I close my eyes to talk to him. I keep seeing like this water, and it looks like. Um, it looks like a little bit like, uh, you know, the road after a big rain where there's like there's like the oil is sort of on the top of the puddle mm-hmm. on the. Road? It had
6: rained over the weekend. Yeah, we got in rain for a couple of days before that. Okay.
3: It looks, it looks like that. It looks like oiled water.
6: Oiled water. Okay.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Wh- I and I feel like you know that's what he said first. The water. So I don't know if he drank something.
6: Yeah, I certainly don't... I don't know and how I could have, but...
3: say something like antifreeze or any of that could cause... No,
6: disease? no, no. We're, like, so or like careful.
3: Gasoline?
6: I'm sorry, what was the last one?
3: Gasoline?
6: No, no. So that's
3: what it looks like. It looks like gasoline or, or oil and water.
6: Gasoline, okay.
3: Sorry, no. I can't pinpoint it any more than
6: that. That's all right, that's all right. Um... Hmm.
3: I gotta okay. tell you, I'm feeling much better.
6: <laughs> I <know. laughs> Am I scaring time? him 'cause i'm I'm so jumpy, I'm like looking at his gums, I'm checking his pulse and his paw. Huh. Is he scared, or is he okay now?
3: He's not scared, but he says, I don't blame you. I don't wanna get sick again either
6: <laughs> okay. okay, but I'm not
3: gonna drink anything. He keeps thinking okay. of
6: something to drink. It's something i drank. Okay, well that gives us a direction. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. And i keep also seeing like this this corner. I don't know exactly what it is, but it looks like a I don't know if it's a corner of the house. Yeah. It looks like a corner and i want to say that there's like a spigot there or like some type of um like a like something that's maybe watering like either a hose. There is a water.
6: hose out there right near the jacuzzi and he's always hunting. The rodents are under that and he loves he's a hunter, so he's always back in there, so I'll double check in there. So Oh, you okay. don't think the pool
3: man
6: left anything, do you? Um ours is a salt thing and we do it ourselves, so there's no, no chemicals. No. We're no. like completely organic or nothing in the yard and I'm I i do not know. I'm
3: so yeah. sorry.
6: That's okay. That's okay. I'd even thought of mushrooms, but I checked on that. I didn't find anything either. So. But I
3: feel uh, okay now, Mom. I'm getting better.
6: <laughs> okay. And doing Lucy's that. doing great, by the way. Remember I adopted her about six months ago? The She turned yeah, out to be mom. a large muslimer. And I, I asked her, I said I wanted her to be a playmate for him. And that's what she's turned out to be. She gets oh, cranky. Awesome. She gets cranky here at, now and then. But these two just race around the house, oh, tugging on okay. toys. Someone's on a bed. is tackling over. And so anyway, it's really fabulous. So. Oh,
0: it's so good.
6: Yeah, very yeah. happy ending there. So, but yeah, anyway, yeah.
3: know so if you find out what it was, then we can... I will.
6: I will. Thank you very much. So that gives me some direction. I'm going to go outside and look around again. So yeah,
0: yeah. Thanks, I'm Marcia.
6: Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: I hope they find out what it was.
3: I know. I keep seeing that water. Water? I don't know.
2: Hmm. It's so
3: hard when they don't know what it...
2: Yeah. I it mean, it could really be like anything. Rain. It could have been, you know.
3: It definitely was like rainwater with something in it.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you never know. So
3: so scary when something like that happens.
2: Yeah, anaphylactic shock. That's serious. I know. That is very serious.
3: Okay, uh, let's quickly,
2: quickly, let's get to the next call we've got. Let's see, who do I have next? I'm looking and I'm looking. um, And I'm not finding that person. So I'm going to go to the next one. Uh, Let's see, hold on, sorry. Okay, I found it. Okay, so we have Sherry with Barney, an 8-year-old German Shepherd. And it looks like uh Barney has some back leg problems. So let's find out um how Barney is feeling. Hi Sherry, let's uh tell us uh what Barney's doing.
3: Hey, um
1: well Barney started having problems getting up and his back legs were tangling and when he was jumping out of the car, he would just splat down on the ground. So we got him on steroids and um, some painkillers, and uh, we're getting ready to do an MRI to see what's going on. But in the meantime, he seems to be getting a little bit better, so I've been kind of backing off on the the meds, primarily the painkiller, because it's a lot. He's getting two um, pills twice a day, and I just hate to drug him up if he doesn't need to be.
3: Oh, and so tell me, what color is Barney? He's red and black. Oh pretty. Okay. Okay, let me get and so you wanna ask Barney how he's feeling? Yeah. Okay. I'm not feeling so good. I'm frustrated. Like really frustrated. Well,
1: maybe that's why he tried to bite the neighbor yesterday.
3: He says he has a headache. And the headache is in his um the front of his temples. I can actually okay. feel it in my own head. Oh. And my eyes burn. My back legs my back toes are numb. Oh no. And my front shoulders are
1: stiff. Okay.
3: And I'm cranky.
1: Uh-huh.
3: The neighbor, he's sort of fast moving. Right. And he's kind of loud a little. Okay. I just was like, don't touch me now. Okay. But I didn't hurt him. Is that true?
1: That's true. He just um, made some holes in the sweatshirt. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
3: Barney, and I even supposed to make holes in the stressors. That's a little overkill. You right. could just growl maybe to okay. get them to back up. It's a little overkill. I'm, like, I'm, pinching. I'm pinching in my head. You know, Sherry, I don't know if you've heard, but I am like the biggest advocate of chiropractic. Okay. And that is the first thing I do whenever my animals have a problem moving.
1: I actually um, had a chiropractor um, who works primarily with horses and elephants
3: who came oh, in wow. and did
1: laser. He did laser on him. And, oh. you know, it's hard to know with the steroids and the painkillers and everything, what was working and what wasn't. Oh, um,
3: did he adjust him too? Did he adjust him
1: and do well, laser? he did not do any adjustment. So then I was talking to my personal chiropractor, and he has dogs, and he said, so he did some adjustments on him with the little um thumper.
3: With the activator, yeah. It's good.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, should let I let me ask with
3: him that? if that helped let me ask okay. him if that helped him. Okay. Um uh the other thing is and I don't talk enough about this on the radio show, but the Tellington touch is phenomenal for things like this. And the Tellington Touch, for lack of a better word, is a circular massage that helps stimulate the body, um, Mm -hmm. and it, like, revives the cells. And uh, back, uh, and I'm a T-Touch practitioner, and back when I was, like, practicing and I actually did, like, T-Touch for, like, a living, I have seen animals who are paralyzed come back by the Tellington Touch. So Google it and see if you can find something to read up on. It's so easy to do. So easy. Okay. Um, okay, so let me ask him if the chiropractic helped. Okay. It helped a little. It didn't help my shoulders at all.
4: And it hasn't
3: helped this headache. Nothing has helped the headache. Not even the pain meds? Well, maybe that's why he has a headache. Do you know when you, like, take too many pharmaceuticals that you can get a headache from them? Sure, yeah. Because um, I was thinking that the headache was from the, the his shoulders and stuff, but it's possible. Because it's interesting because the headache's in the temples. Mm-hmm. So it could be. I like the pill they give me in the morning. It gets me a little bit moving. Do you know which pill that is? Um, it, it was the steroid. Oh, maybe a steroid would give him the energy to move, huh? Okay. But it's kind of like a false. Um, right. Um. Because oh the pain we pills
1: were in, in the morning
3: and at night. Oh, it must have been the steroids then. This is the other thing that's really important for all of you who give your animals meds. It is really hard to say what, I mean, I you want to trust your vet for sure, but it's really hard to say, like, what is the right dosage because, you know, it's different for everyone. It's different for every human. It's different for every pet. And so you never want to sneak the meds. Like, a lot of people will, like, hide in peanut butter or hide in cheese I say you want them to know that they're getting medication because if they're having any side effects from it, you want them to be able to tell you. And okay. so if you're ever giving your animal and they're spitting out the med, it's because it's making them not feel well. So what I would be doing to Barney mm-hmm. is I would give him, like, a medicine, right, and say, okay, I'm giving you this pill wrapped in bologna or whatever you do or cheese or peanut butter. I'm giving you this pill, and um, this pill is for your pain, and this is supposed to take away your pain. If this doesn't make you feel well, I want you to exaggerate your feelings so I know it's either too much or I shouldn't be giving you this at all. Now, when they have a headache, they squinch their eyes, and they very often will put their head in between their legs, but they'll kind of squinch their eyes too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like if you're feeling sick to your stomach, that it makes you sick to your stomach, moan or groan or you know bite at your stomach. Right. You know, get them to be when oh, he's saying something. Okay. I liked the laser. Mm. The la- the laser made me be able to move a little bit. And right. I also liked the massage with the pulling of my tail. That also helped me. Okay. I wonder if you should try and find another chiropractor that works on animals who can see if his atlas is out. Okay. Tell my mom something else. Tell her I love her more than anything. Mm. And I have the will to keep going. But if for some reason I get worse, mom, you'll know. And I want you to know, I'll tell you. Okay. And if I say it's okay to help me to go, you trust it. Because you've always heard me right. Okay. You've never been wrong. Oh. But mom I still, I still have a will. So he's saying he still has a will to get better. Okay. Aww. Okay. We'll be thinking well, good things for him. Let's ask him what he would like his his positive statement to be. Okay. I'm limber like I used to be. Okay. And my body's strong. And I'm smart around people. So he's saying that he realizes that he shouldn't have bit that guy. And so he's saying that he one of his one of his positive statements he wants is I'm smart around people. Okay. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Sherry.
2: Okay.
1: Thank you so much. We'll be You're thinking welcome. about you
2: guys.
3: Barney.
2: Oh, Barney.
3: I know. hope he gets
2: better. Me too. Uh, we have a update from a previous caller uh, from a show before, and we're going to find out about Happy, the five-year-old uh, poodle, and we're talking to Kate. Hey, Kate. Hi. Yay. Hi. So tell us um,
4: tell us about your update. Well, um, it was a few months ago that we called in because uh, Happy had been fear-biting. And we've been using the affirmation, Happy is calm and confident. And he's so mm-hmm. amazing now, I had to call in and tell you guys how great he's doing. Because we had friends last night over who hadn't seen him in months, and they noticed such a big difference. So I had to say how awesome he's doing and how proud I am of him because he's been working so hard at it and it's just amazing.
3: Oh, congratulations.
1: Yes.
4: Yeah, he's So so how have
3: how have you supported him in that? How have you
4: Well we remind him Yeah, we remind him about using his calming signals and when like you told us what it was that he was doing that we weren't noticing when he was getting uncomfortable. So we were recognizing that and reminding him about his calming signals and then we were reminding him with his affirmation. And that's, oh, that's all that we've been in, doing.
3: What was he doing that that you recognized when he wasn't calm?
4: He was getting really still. So it it's a moment from when he goes from like movement to when he just to when he gets still. And because he's so fluffy and he's so small, it's hard for people to recognize, and most people don't recognize, that that's his signal mm-hmm. for stop. So really? we have learned that that's what that is, and so we are able to um, tell people, oh, stop petting, take your hand away, happy, you know, do your calming signals, good boy, walk away. And he's doing, like he's making decisions to remove himself from situations, huh? which is amazing. So we're just so oh proud of Oh, my I'm
0: so proud of you all.
4: Yeah, for it's pleasure. been so good.
3: Let's ask Happy what he thinks about all this. Let me get happy.
4: Okay.
3: I'm actually really excited. <laughs> and the reason why I'm excited is because they see me change. Because at first I didn't really see myself change. And they would get all excited. And I'd be like, what are you excited for? <laughs> And then I started to realize, and I was like, "We're making decisions together." And then when I realized I could make decisions together, I started to feel safer.
5: Oh,
4: buddy, so good.
3: And I started to feel like I can do this.
4: Totally, he is doing it. He's being so good. Oh. And mom I just want to say thank you. <laughs> Cuz we're a team. Oh, uh, thank you for being our dog. Oh, you know
3: what he wants to say something to all the other animals out there that have this issue. Um, I want to say to the animals. You know it's kind of
6: scary.
3: It's kind of scary changing. Cuz you don't really know what you're changing to. But once you change, you're like, this feels good. And then you just want to keep changing. (laughs) And you learn more things. You kind of learn people are not so bad. They're actually kind of (laughs) good. I'm just feeling great. And I hope you do, too. Are we saying something else? But, you know, it's not to say that you're scared doesn't go, doesn't, you don't feel scared sometimes. Sometimes I'm still really scared.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I totally forget about everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, okay. This is uncomfortable. Sometimes it's just bad. But then later it gets good again.
4: hmm And the more the
3: good times... The that way,
4: it's bad. Yeah. So good. And the more times that it's good, it, it, they're increasing.
3: Right. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's like, sometimes he gets in that moment where it's bad and he mm-hmm. can't snap out of it right away. But yeah. But it's okay because later on he has perspective about it and he realizes that the good is keeps
4: increasing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's working so hard. Like we can really tell that he's working, really working hard to get through that. So we're so proud of him. Oh,
3: that's so beautiful. And I think what's so
4: wonderful about
3: happy is that happy wanted to tell the other dogs that are going through the same thing he's going through. I mean, like how amazing is that, that he's not, now he's not just thinking about himself. He's thinking about you guys, and now he's even expanding it to other dogs that have the same
4: issue. That is
3: it's awesome. The sweetest, it's the sweetest
4: thing in the world. You know what else has been really good about building us confidence is we've been um, taking Stella, who's our landlady's dog, we've been taking her with us on walks, and Stella's been playing with him and teaching him how to play with other dogs and that's really building his confidence too so we're really proud of, of him about that too cuz i know that's been hard.
3: Oh that's so interesting cuz so then he is having this experience of branching out with other dogs too so mm-hmm. he realizes that that other dogs can be scared like him.
4: Yeah and he's playing with dogs for the first time since i since i got him the last few months he's been playing with them.
3: Oh my god.
4: So it's it's so amazing the change we're so proud of him. You know what oh, I'm
2: so i I'm proud of I'm proud of you guys. You guys oh. are doing awesome. Yeah,
4: yeah. We've had them have... for three years, and it's just the change in the last three months has been amazing. Oh,
2: thank you so much for the update. Thanks for calling in. Oh, that's so awesome to hear from. Happy. I know. So good. Oh, um, I I I really really love hearing when people use your um all the advice that you give because it's really great information, you know?
3: I know. I know. It's just and they must have been so patient with him and that they were really watching for him and it's so it's just so amazing. And that people have to be open to their animal changing too, you know, and really believe that something new can arise. Yeah. I mean, Playing with another dog after three years of having them, I mean, my gosh, that must be so joyful.
2: Yeah. Happy is happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, now it's time for Words of Wisdom with Storm King and Friends.
3: Oh, okay. Should we do Stormy today?
2: Yeah. Well, does Stormy want to do it?
3: Stormy on me? Do you want to do Words of Wisdom? Can you tell I that I miss her? That's not words of wisdom, honey.
2: Yeah, that's not words of wisdom,
3: but I miss you too. He, Thanks says, for well, talking I was, to... he said he was thinking about Happy. You were thinking about Happy? And I'm like, I'm so happy for you, Happy. <laughs> I used to live with an aggressive dog, <clears throat> which he did. <laughs> And I didn't think other dogs could play really nice. I learned that too, so I think that we should all say, "The future is bright and amazing, and it's new. The future is new,
2: future is I mean, bright and amazing, and the you future know what? is new.
3: That was like Lola. Too, you know, in the beginning. Remember how she mm-hmm. was
2: saying that
3: she was open to the new also? Yeah. That's
2: nice. That is really nice. I love that. The future is bright and amazing. The future is new. Right.
3: That's another,
2: another one for Storm King's book.
3: Right, Stormy. Stormy's
2: <laughs> inspirations book, Daily Inspirations by Storm King.
3: Oh, oh, my God. Wouldn't that be a good one?
2: It would be really good.
3: We would only have to come up with three hundred and sixty-five. Do
2: that? <laughs> yeah, you could do that. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening to our show. Uh, tune in next week here on the Pet Psychic Radio Show for more fun with animal communication. Until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com, dot com. That's thepetpsychic.com, dot com for more tips on talking to your animals and schedule your private consultation with Laura. You can also like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And we'll see you all next week, same time, same place. Talk Talk Radio. Bye,
3: everyone.
2: Talk to the animals.
3: Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals.